0: Six Feet Under is made possible by our generous Patreon donors. This episode is brought to you by Mark Dyer. Please visit patreon.com feats for more information. An excerpt from Seven Devils by Florence and the Machine. I don't want your money. I don't want your crown. I've come to burn your kingdom down holy water cannot help you now I've come to burn your kingdom down
1: so as you're making cake and I assume Yuria and Harbinger are still asleep uh, there's a beep beep
2: beep 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 Why are the beeps
1: shoot it beep beep <laughs> this is so much to handle first thing in the morning there's a there's a lady you recognize from yesterday Duchess Callie with her braided hair and her flowing dress and she is sitting in an automobile with a driver next to her I'm here for the heroes who stop Bola the king wishes to reward you What does
2: a king even do?
3: Take
1: money?
2: Why?
3: To build big things.
2: Why?
1: To show how big they are. A request from the king is not a request.
2: Then why call it one?
1: To be nice. So we get to the front door of this massive tower. It's it's huge. It's put... It puts the pumpkin patch to shame.
4: Oh, they're trying to show me up. Oh, okay.
1: Uh, They're trying to show everyone up. This tower is the single largest machine on the planet. So you get to this grand hall. There is a massive table. There's a bunch of breakfast food for you spread out. The king is sitting at the other end of the room in a massive chair, and he makes a gesture towards the table. Welcome, heroes. Thank you for saving my city. May you tell me your names.
4: I'm Yuria. Hi.
1: I'm Friar Pan of
3: St. Madeline's Monastery in the northern Tartland. And this is Blanket. And this is the frog. This is Pop-Tart. Yeah, that one.
2: This entire time we have just been looking at the king with like a very grumpy face. Also, how did he know your name? I started a socialist revolution. He kind of knows who I am.
1: Heroes like you don't come along every day. So I'm here to offer you as much as I can. What would you each like? More bees.
3: What? I want honey.
1: If you will not take these negotiations seriously then you should go. I believe that my hospitality is at its limits
0: and you are all wasting my time. You have no idea how much of my time you've wasted. And with that, I'm going to leave.
2: I'm not leaving. Huh? I'm standing on the table and refusing.
1: Oh. That's her. What do you want?
2: To see you gone.
1: He shakes his head. I would also like to see you gone. You halflings have done nothing for this place. Get out.
2: I've done everything for this place. More than you.
1: It, 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 he stands up for the first time in this whole meeting. I said leave. Hey, hey so do y'all need help back in there? Should we... No, nope. We nope.
4: I'm help? good. I'm good. And we might need some help, because Tart does not want to back down. I haven't
2: stopped every threat here. There's still you.
1: presses a button on the side of his sword and it crackles with electricity oh
2: that looks painful
1: yeah it's supposed to and he swings it at you gump yeah roll to roll a thing what do you what would you like to accomplish here get away is the runaway move and I assume you're not running away
2: I'm not running away from this yeah
1: So your options are, if you want to try to counter or something, like do something back to him, you'll need to overcome first and then do a thing. If you just want to waste his time and keep talking to him, that's keep them busy.
2: I want to keep him busy and kind of motion for Yuria to go behind him. And I'm sort of signaling to her to maybe attempt to deactivate the suit.
1: Uh, unlike Gislin, the last cyborg you guys fought, he doesn't have a big battery pack on his back or anything. As far as you can tell, you're not sure where the power core stuff is for this stuff. So first, let's roll to keep them busy, and let's remember that halflings do stuff with that.
2: Yeah, so because I'm, like, hopping around and dodging and basically just keeping him distracted, would you say that would be my grace?
1: No, no, it's still courage.
2: Courage, that's fine, both a plus two.
1: Yeah. Yeah, right, so, keep them busy is always plus courage. It's the halfling move, basically.
2: Uh with my plus two that is nine.
1: Alright, on a seven to nine, you stall them for a short time and they retaliate against you when time is up. Okay. So for you'll you'll keep his attention for a bit, but what I actually was talking about was how halflings get uh sting like a bee.
2: I, I was going I would like to sting like a bee because yes. I, I got a I got more than a seven.
0: And the king is like, oh not more bees, no.
2: I want to keep him busy by, you know, hopping around and basically just keeping all of his attention on me so that Yuria can, like, either get somewhere safe or get behind him. I want to sort of manipulate him into letting me sort of into the suit a little bit. Like, shrinking down real small.
1: He isn't, like, wearing armor, though. Basically, imagine if you had a bunch of shit plugged into your elbow... Okay. Like, directly into your limb. That's what he has going on. Like, there's there's some plating around the edge of the elbow, a bunch of wiring, and, like, a, a powered joint. So that way, even though he's, like, 70, he can move like he's 20, and more so, and also have super strength or whatever.
2: So, while I'm hopping around and distracting, distracting him, can I- are there any wires I can disconnect from him?
1: Yes. If you want to do the, you steal something small from him, you could, like, disconnect a wire on his elbow.
2: I'm. I'm that, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to attempt to power okay. this thing down.
1: He has them on both his elbows and his knees. Would you like to immobilize him or prevent him from swinging that big taser sword around?
2: I'm going to prevent him from springy, uh, swinging the sword around because it. I don't want Yuria to be hit with it. I made a promise.
1: It's a fast-paced fight. He swings at you, you hop over it He swings again, you duck under it You sliding closer He swings it overhead slam straight down You move to the side, you grab the wire And pull it out And he tries to swing this, the thing back up But he immediately loses his grip And it goes flying across the room
2: I'm just gonna grin at him
1: yeah. So Yuria Hoptread's giving you an opening All right. Uh, what are you doing with it? So let's see His
4: sword is out of commission, right?
1: Yeah he just lost it.
4: Oh, that was kind of my plan to try to deactivate that, but... Ah, uh, let's see. Just, like, reach your hand all up in there and just pull out something. You can use it later. I, I don't know what to pull out, so that actually works out, because I'm going to be using Finish Him, and I'm going to roll Courage for this.
1: Now, I decide... You tell me how you're finishing him, I tell you the stat you roll.
4: Alright, so there's probably a bunch of wires down here to pull out, and Eurya doesn't know which one to pull out, which could cause probably catastrophic failure if she pulls out there the-
1: are no wires except on his joints you, there isn't like a power pack to reach into anywhere like he doesn't have a battery on his back he doesn't have any visible technology except for the stuff on his elbows and on his knees to help him move oh is it like built into his body
2: oh so he's a cyborg
1: could be right now you don't have enough information to know that and i don't want to perform an autopsy <laughs> that sounds bad.
4: <laughs> Alright, so I'm gonna... Let's go for the knees, because I want to definitely mobilize him, and hopefully I finally convince Bob's right, we need to get going now, especially because we have another weather tower to hit.
1: Alright, what are you going for the knees with? Do you have a weapon? Because you're going to need one. He's too tough for you to take out with your bare hands.
4: I mean, I do have the robot arm, but, uh, let's see. Oh, uh, Do you have your wrench with you? I didn't bring the wrench. Oh, what if I try to pick up the sword?
1: You could try to use the sword. That does sound pretty good.
2: Sounds badass.
1: Yeah. Alright, All right. roll plus blood if you're trying to ambush him with his own sword.
4: Well, well rest in peace, Yuria. Oh
1: dear, that was a ten. Oh, shit. <laughs>
4: oh!
1: Alright, the blade slams into the back of his knee. A taser bo- jolts up. Just as his hands get on Pop Tart, because he gets to react against you still, once to keep them busies up. So he grabs you, Pop Tart. He finally has you. And then a shock goes through his whole body and yours. Ooh. Ow. Uh. And his leg goes flying across the room. I'm okay. Your sword cuts through him like butter.
4: Uh. Okay, dude, quiet. it. Uh.
1: He falls to the floor unconscious. And Pop Tart damages stat. And you are also unconscious.
4: Who,
2: me? Yes. Oh, I was going to yell at him some more.
1: Well, he's not here to listen. You just got tasered.
2: I, I, I just wanted to yell at him to make myself feel better.
3: Pan is jumping back into the room and booking it for Pop-Tart, seeing this happen.
2: Yeah. Uh, everything's fine. I will damage my courage.
1: Yes, because you have shenanigans with that now.
2: I have shenanigans with that now, but also that's the most appropriate stat to be damaged, because I just did a very stupid thing. <laughs>
1: Pan, you run to Pop Tart's side. Yeah, the king is lying there. His his leg is uh, bleeding. The guards around the room are freaked out. Mm. Wait, wait, there were guards? There were. This oh. was.
2: This happened very quickly. Okay.
1: <laughs> well, no. Also, it's kind of a standing order. He doesn't like people interrupting his fights.
0: Oh, that's fair. It's different now that he's lost. May I interrupt? I'm sure everyone has been wondering what on Earth Harbinger would have been doing during that entire battle not being useless, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, so what were you up to? I have an idea. I was asking in the chat a little earlier, what is the video gra- videographic and photographic realities of the world currently? Clove suggested early cinema hand-painted color.
1: I- yeah, I'm cool with that. There's definitely radio. Radio exists. Excellent. I imagine that there isn't a- broadcast television yet but there is like you could go to a theater and watch a motion picture
3: yeah like very early turn of the century
0: like george Millier films okay i have a wonderful idea which shop oh no which shop on the pumpkin patch do you think had a video camera in it
1: trash to treasure too
0: yeah i'm eyeing trash to treasure myself i think I would like to use Weird Dog's Colocyte ability, which is the physical tentacles rather than the mental tentacles. I think Weird Dog is going to have gotten a camera and also a beret and maybe glasses from Trash to Treasure 2.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Gotta look the Okay.
0: And I think that Weird Dog snuck into the room and filmed the first part of the battle where the king initiated hostilities against Pop-Tart. Yes. And then I think... The weird dog is going to bring it back to the Harbinger. And the Harbinger is going to cackle. And the Harbinger is going to say some occult words over the recorded footage, and I am going to lay a dark and terrible curse upon the king. I am going to denounce these terrible deeds of attacking the hero of his own capital city. And let's see. First off, I take one damage to leave a curse upon them. Yep. The curse itself is going to be... Everybody who watches this footage is going to be like, Wow, the king definitely did it. Because my <laughs> feeling on this whole situation is that the king is definitely going to say, Oh, they were fake heroes. They tried to assassinate me. They cut off my leg. So everyone who sees the footage is going to know that the king's a douchebag. Which, you know, they probably already had a sneaking suspicion before. So honestly, this isn't the most potent curse I'm ever going to have to make. Because it's kind of already half done for most people. Yep. And I think the condition of the curse's removal is going to be the king's absolute and total repentance when he's penniless on the streets.
1: Oh, oh boy. boy. I don't think that's ever coming up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess this curse is going to last a little bit, then. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, one last thing. I think it's I think it's a necessary point of this that the curse head person also knows what the conditions are for the curse to be lifted, because, you know, that's what a damn curse is. So I'll, like, leave a nice note and it's going- maybe we'll reveal the full content of that note later, but I think it's going <laughs> to be extremely snide. So, I'm
3: gonna use something I keep forgetting I have, and that's- I have one use of supernatural strength and speed that I can just use. Oh. So, yeah. I'm gonna grab Pop-Tart's limp body and book it.
0: You're just gonna the-flash everybody who's still there out of there? Oh, well, yeah. So, Pop-tart basically,
2: your concern for Pop-Tart is going to give you an adrenaline rush such that, like, your abilities are amplified?
3: Yes. Also, I'm making sure to grab Yuria and Yuria's cool new sword. And if I have time, maybe also grab the leg, but I feel like that's too much. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're a bad person, Pan.
3: Yuria <laughs> might want it! It's hers! <laughs> Wait, what?! It's her trophy! What?! That's really not what? true!
2: That's really not okay. true! YOU'RE THE ONLY ONE OF US WHO'S TAKEN TROPHIES FROM DEAD THINGS, OKAY? HE'S <laughs> NOT DEAD! I HOPE HE'S NOT- <sighs>
3: Okay, we're just grabbing Yuria and- Yuria <laughs> and Pop-Tart then. You do have the sword, right? Yeah. I, I really need to make sure that Yuria keeps his sword forever.
4: She's been kind of gripping onto it, because she's kind of horrified that she accidentally hurt Pop-Tart.
1: Yeah. So, how I'm picturing this is, you leap off of the balcony of you looking cool, and land in the- land in the throne room- and you just feel a burst of heat energy with every step. And where every place where you put your foot, there is like a yeah, charred, melted mark where the where the floor melted beneath you I with forget- each step. Yeah, I forgot I have a dangerous tag on
0: literally anything I do. <laughs> God, that's fucking good. I feel like I should have that too, to be totally honest. I, I'm super into that.
1: It is extremely good. So... <laughs> Yeah, you just cause a bunch of just a trail of melted flooring behind you and you're gone in the target. God, the this is so I, can,
0: I I can think like a GM too. I see where Gnome is going like like with this. Now there's some horrible, terrifying evidence of dragons left behind. Yeah? <laughs> Cuz everything is Pants' fault forever. I'm sorry.
3: This next thing that I'm going to do is certainly not going to be your You're being a bad influence on him. Why do you think he wanted (laughs) to take a a (laughs) leg as a trophy?
0: (laughs) Oh, that's a great... Hey, that wasn't me. That was my, like, alternate universe doppelganger, Navarone Ilvintovka Vintovkaidravenovkus, hero of stage and screen. Sounds like a dork.
4: Yeah, sounds like a weenie.
0: (laughs) You know what we do with dorks around here. We blackmail them. (laughs) I say holding up my footage of the king and I show it to everybody so we're all on the same page about it. Also, are we like
3: flying away?
4: Yeah, Yuria snaps out and she's gonna get the ship going now.
1: We need to get moving. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Because there are war machines being brought out under the various balconies of the tower and aimed in your direction.
0: At least they got to use their war machines. Uh, On us? I'm gonna assume that we can't get out of range in time, and we're gonna have to do something about that.
1: Yeah, there's there's something incoming. Oh no,
3: radical! Which half of the store are we gonna lose this time?
1: It might not be half.
3: We're just gonna be left with cool,
1: the newest member of the DK crew. Hmm. <laughs> oh no, I have an idea. What's up? Can I?
3: Can the Jolim make a noble sacrifice? <laughs> what?
4: You were crying about your poor baby. Now you're going to make them die for you.
3: They're all grown up. This is the duty is protecting the ship and the ship is under threat. Their duty
2: is protecting that single room.
1: That single room is under threat. To be fair, that is the most important room on the ship (laughs) by far. If that room goes down, the ship doesn't fly. What's the tower made out of? Uh, Mostly steel and metal. Also a lot of brick, a lot of brick and steel. Can I
3: speak softly to collapse the brick parts of the structure? Am I not close enough to the rock to
1: talk to it? I don't think you're close enough for it to hear you while you're flying oh. away on the pumpkin patch unfortunately. A shame.
2: Wait, is there any rubble in like in his hair or anything like that?
3: Maybe glass, but that's not the same at all. Do we have loose rocks? Oh no. Wait, I have to I got an idea. Oh no. So He's going to grab the golem core from Halt. Apologize very oh, no. sincerely. <laughs> oh no! Oh such a good idea! I'm going to whisper my command to the earth into Halt. And just chuck it back into the brick structure of the building. And make a brick golem. Make a brick golem out of the castle.
4: Oh no! <laughs> this is going to bite us in the ass so
0: hard my later. I love to
1: do this. Well, I have to roll. Yes. to speak softly for Earth Friend. Actually, no. Roll to finish them. Let's see how effectively he tears apart the castle. But this is with plus wisdom, because you're doing it using a plus wisdom move. Got it. You're finishing them with Earth Tongue, which requires speaking softly. Mm Mhm.
3: Okay, this is gonna go horribly wrong if I roll badly. Yes, it will. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Oh, fuck.
1: (laughs) I rolled a five.
4: God damn it, Clove.
1: Oh no! <laughs> no!
4: Mm. The core shatters, doing nothing. Way to go.
1: Oh no, that seems like too little. That's the sad way to do this, so no, that's not how it happens. Clove, you throw mist. Oh. And Halt lands on a war machine and starts forming a war golem. Someone get a blue hat. We might have a problem they're about to have a problem because they don't have blue hats. And they're in his new territory. But unfortunately, this also did absolutely nothing to stop the incoming fire, so hey, uh, there there are mortars being fired at the, at the ship. Alright,
2: pilot, wake Somebody wake me up! I mean, any of us could... Actually,
1: I could say, now you're waking up. You're, you're starting to wake up as explosions rock the air around you. But, oh. Yuria, do a thing first.
4: Oh, I was just gonna say, I could pilot, but... Yeah, yeah.
1: Start piloting. Do a thing. Alright,
4: so that's going to be a plus engine. We have a plus two for that.
1: Yep. However, you don't have any help here, so it's just the plus two. Oh,
4: Oh, shit, I got a twelve.
1: So you get away without harm or attention. So I'm thinking, uh, how, how did you get away? How did you pilot the ship to avoid mortar fire?
4: That's what I think is that we're going to, as soon as the explosions happen, once they settle down but it's still obscuring with the smoke, we're going to lose them in that smoke and fly away. Because they can't aim at us if they can't see us.
1: Alright. Sounds good to me. So you're, you're flying just over the towers of the outside of the city, and as you look back, you see that they are winding up for the long range shots, and Halt starts just blasting at the mortars next to him. And that's how you're not getting attention. They now have to deal with Halt. Halt will not survive.
2: How awake am I?
1: You're awake enough. You feel groggy, your head hurts. But suddenly you're on the floor of the Steam core next to Pan. What's up?
2: Okay, is Pan anywhere near me?
1: He should still be here. I don't know where else
3: Pan would be right now. Yeah, he's, he's reflecting on the loss of his child.
2: What's happening, Pan?
3: Um, what happened we got away halt didn't I don't think you care that much about that it's fine
2: pan I love you I don't care about the gold I care about this city <sighs> what it
3: we're, we're we're leaving because we we almost committed regicide
2: we can't leave that man is not a king we can't
3: leave I didn't I mean, there's plenty of people there. You inspired
1: them, or whatever. We have other things to do, right? Pan? So, Pop Tart, as the ship is leaving, um, you can feel revolution below you.
2: I'm going to jump out the ship onto the onto the ground.
1: But yeah, you land on the hive. Bola's hive. Okay. And you can feel her right below you. She's in the hive.
2: Okay. Can I speak softly to two people at the same time?
1: What do you have in mind?
2: First of all, I want to speak softly to the Earth with the new powers that Pan has given me and ask it very, very... Like, this is going to be the most reverent Pop-Tart has ever been. They are going to, like, get on their knees and pray for the Earth to sort of rise up around the towers to, like, build a wall of Earth to protect the people in the city. And then I want to talk to this unknown halfling that is forming below me and say what is your name who are you
1: yeah just roll one speak softly um, speak softly is wisdom
2: wisdom that's minus one Whoops.
1: popcart's good at questions
2: I got four <laughs>
1: oh no you get to ask one question
2: I, I get to ask one question full stop or I get to ask one question of each person
1: one question full stop Oh god I will say that one question is not enough To make enough earth to surround a city If that influences your your Decision there
2: (sighs) It really doesn't I have to protect this city
1: The earth just isn't listening today Huh
2: Pan I swear to god (laughs) (laughs) Okay I am going to Basically beg The earth below my feet to help Protect these people inside the city Okay Like, with everything I can muscle Like, my hands are, like, closed in prayer Like, really, really tight Like, I'm desperate here I just want those people to be safe
1: Okay The earth responds But it's going to ask something of you
2: Anything Anything
1: You need to give up a piece of your river And put it here The earth isn't strong enough to protect people But if they have your river with your protection, maybe.
2: I'm going to slowly stand up, jump onto the ground, put my hands into the grass and just concentrate as hard as I possibly can as a river, like a circular river, forms around the town.
1: The river pop you have dried up an entire, like, secondary branch of your river to do this.
2: I don't care.
1: You feel like a piece of you is missing, but taken on a new life without you.
2: I told you, I will protect these people.
1: Alright, so, uh, everyone up top, <laughs> Bopdart's not on the ship and you're still trying to fly away. You're gonna have to go down and get him. <sighs>
4: pretty sure Yuria kind of noticed that, because when someone is jumping down from the ship, you kind of notice that.
3: They're also our navigator. Yes.
4: In fact, I'm probably sure Yuria already landed ship as soon as once the river started okay. forming.
1: You've landed it on the other side of the hive, because you, you got away successfully. to not draw attention or anything, so they're gonna think you're gone. You're safe behind the giant tower that it once was Bola.
4: Yuria just kind of looks... At the river, at the Romantibola. Just grabs at her arm. What did you do?
2: Me? Yeah. My job.
3: It's, it's, these are just random people. People were needed don't you think someone back home's gonna miss that river?
2: I think these people need it more than they
3: do. So are we leaving? Are you you done?
2: Why are you making it sound like I've done a bad thing here?
3: (laughs) I think we've just gotten a little sidetracked today.
2: And that's all this is, huh? A diversion?
3: I mean, I, I wouldn't say that, but...
2: We're here to save the world. That means all of it.
3: Well, you did your job, so... We can get going now, right? Before the army of war machines On our tail Comes to destroy us And I know I'm not the best role model For behaving In a controlled fashion under pressure But we need to leave
2: No we don't
1: That thing you wanted to show them is right here Pop-Tart by the way And also as another general update I have marked off a tributary of the river Pop-Tart on the world map And it is now dried up Oh I thought you were gonna get rid of like a whole section of it. I did.
2: No, it's like a fork of the river.
1: Oh, yeah. A whole section of it is gone. Okay.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. We're safe here. Don't believe me? So I'm I'm still on the ground, aren't I? I'm gonna I'm gonna stand up, sort of dust myself off. I'm gonna open up a pit trap below me and scoop up some water into like little three little jars. And I'm going to pass one out to each of
4: you.
3: You're scaring me. Drink it. Mm.
0: Yeah, it drinks it right away.
3: Okay, sure, whatever. He drinks it. Is this
0: an awkward time to mention that I don't know if Harbinger is there right now? Are you? I, I don't think you are. I, I kind of had another idea for something I had to do in the city, so I'm kind of...
4: Well, we all had different plans for the city, and it turns out that... uh, The whole uprising thing might be... Someone
0: needed to start a socialist revolution. (laughs) Kind of sort of hop down into that. If I can momentarily take a scene. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I think Harbinger is not wearing their robes or bindings at the moment, and they are just wearing street clothes, and they are frankly shuddering in revulsion at it. And they slipped out of the ship as it was flying... Uh, starting to land over by Bola. And they slipped into the city. And they made their way through the murmuring crowd staring up at the smoke on the great gigantic tower. And they made their way to their childhood favorite movie theater. Maybe like one of the few places where they found peace in this hellhole of a city. And I think they're going to go up to the, you know, the manager, the kindly wizened old Whoever they may be, I'm sure they must be kindly in wisdom, though, because, of course, this is a fantasy game. Yep. I'm gonna hand them the film and tell them, I think you'll know what to do with this. And I think they do recognize me, because, you know...
1: Oh, yeah, they recognize you. They remember you. Her eyes widen, but she just nods.
0: This is very strange for Harbinger. It's bittersweet but it's far bitterer than it is sweet and as a result harbinger cannot stick around for pleasantries and dips immediately and probably like damn i don't even know how they like they have to like circle around Since so now that you've landed and you're all doing stuff over there right they kind of have to like circle around the back of the pumpkin patch and sneak <laughs> into a wagon and they're like they hear you saying here i'm gonna give each to the three of you a glass of water or a bottle of water yeah and Harbinger's like, oh shit, while they're trying to take off their pants and put on their blanket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, like, dashes and trips out here in, like, a very noticeable way, and is like, Mmm, yes, I was just wizard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like that a lot. That's very good. Thank you. Mmm, uh, thank you for the tasty... R- I'm, like, out of breath, and I probably drink the water without even really... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thinking about it, yeah. No, I'm just like, oh, thank you.
1: So how Pop-Tart has traditionally like healed you guys with their river water was to just kind of splash it on the wound Drinking it's a little different Drinking it lets you see like Pop-Tart sees Oh what did I just drink? <laughs> <laughs> you all take a drink and you all look back at Pop-Tart And where before you saw a little frog uh, You saw you know You know Pop-Tart The, the happy cheerful bouncy thing Mm -hmm. And now you see a feeling. You see a river. A cold stream, flowing fast, water babbling off of rocks. There's a thin layer of ice on top. You feel like you're there, you're sitting on the riverbed. The wind is blowing, the water is cold, and nothing bad will happen to you here. Looking at Pop-Tart feels like that. And as you look at each other, what do you see? Yuria, what does your soul look like?
4: It's like a searchlight. Looking out to the distance. Always trying to find something new. Something to cling on to. And it's just always out of reach for her. Does Yuria realize what is happening, like with her own soul right now being visible?
1: No. Everyone else is seeing you. You are not seeing yourself. Okay, that's good, because I was yeah, alright. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you don't see your own soul
2: That's why I had Gnome describe Pop-Tart Because Pop-Tart can't see themselves
1: Yes But this is what Pop-Tart always sees When they look at Yuria They see the feeling of finding things Of a spotlight reaching out Pan, what does, uh, what does Pan's soul look like?
3: The last coal in a fire pit just barely warm to the touch and it's unclear whether or not it will lie there dormant forever or erupt back into flame at the slightest tint of kindling and whether that flame will be contained and domestic or consume swaths of forest in its wake
1: Harbinger, what does your soul look like? Some fucking elf (laughs) 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 Uh, Just
3: an elf very vigorously fucking. No. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: I don't know you. I don't know your life. I'm torn between two options. It's either a spasming, shape-shifting blob of darkness, or it's just the most average elf possible with features obscured that you just can't quite focus on and describe any one part of them. Okay.
2: I mean, it could go between both.
0: A faceless elf that does
1: not have a consistent body. That sounds good.
3: The impression
0: of an elf, but not the actual. Someone took a photograph really poorly, that's what I look like.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, Gnome, did we ever figure out what weird dog looks like, like this?
1: Yes, we did. So? Ooh, sweet. Lay it on me. Dog soul feels hollow, like there's something missing. It's like a cool breeze that entirely avoids you, goes around you. Like a refreshing drink that you can only look at no matter how thirsty you are. It feels like something missing that you desperately need. That's what Dog Soul feels like.
0: Radical. Seconded. Approved.
1: But also while you're looking at each other, you feel someone else with you. Just above you. Right outside Ebola is an egg. A gray egg floating in the air. And little bits and pieces of specks of light are floating in from the city towards it. And from each of you. Mostly from Pop-Tart, though. There's a lot of light coming from Pop-Tart into this egg. And that's Revolution. You can feel her name. You can... St- You can sort of see her, but all you can see of her is the egg. She isn't ready yet. Mm. She isn't born yet. But something's coming. Something will be here soon. And a new halfling will be born.
3: And when they're born, they will also be an egg.
1: (laughs) No, they will hatch from the egg. The egg is not them yet. Or is not them. It is them now. They will hatch.
2: Welcome to my world.
0: Definitely an egg.
2: Her name's Revolution.
0: Man, did you not get enough breakfast or something? I mean, I think I'm burning just off of coffee and adrenaline at this point. Can Weird, can Weird Dog have snatched a few sundries out of midair? <laughs>
2: sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see why not.
0: Yeah, so they just, like, pull out some eggs or whatever. Just a, like a handful <laughs> of scrambled eggs. <laughs> just a- <laughs> <laughs> a that's handful of terrible. loose eggs. <laughs> also, it's not a hand; it's a tentacle. So, no, it's I mean,
3: slimy. We've established that pan is perfectly comfortable around the dog. I. Are
0: you
1: okay? So, you're just taking a handful of eggs. All right. That's just, that's just a, a tentacle great full of eggs. <laughs> you were know,
4: just in the pan.
0: ASPCA does not guarantee side effects of your dragon eating tentacle slime. Yeah, it
4: feels like vomiting now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, don't we all? Aren't we all vomit?
1: The phrase tentacle slime probably has a lot to do with that, yeah.
2: So, this is only temporary. You guys, I'm doing this in my out-of-character voice, uh, you guys can only see what pop Heart sees for about a minute, so if there's anything you want to do with Revolution, this is the only time you'll be able to see her being formed.
3: Can I? Can I hug the egg? You can. I'm going to hug the egg, because I'm very warm and I'll incubate
0: it for a second. Can I creepily whisper to the egg about the film I made and how proud of it I am? And all the <laughs> special effects and music I added.
1: You can do that. And Pan, the egg feels cool to the touch. It feels safe. It also feels... It feels cold in the way that someone wants to kill you. Oh, that's fun.
3: Well, I'm glad I'm not the person who is wanted to be killed, I would assume.
1: No, it is not directed. That's just the feeling you get from it.
3: Pan has read enough of this situation to know what this halfling is going to do. And is like, okay, now we can leave.
1: <laughs> this
4: is probably going to be in vain, but Yuri is going to go up to the Egg and just whisper, Please, don't be like Bola.
1: From... Whispering to the egg and laying your palm upon it, you feel that Revolution seems to have two main sources of what it's about. Bees. (laughs) No, actually. Oh. She is taking some from Bola, but she's taking a lot more from (laughs) Pop-Tart.
3: Worst case situation, we just have to fight another beehive. That went so well last time. Too soon? <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's been like 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in character, you guys just not really appreciate that, but...
1: Yeah, you you pull your hand away just as the egg fades from your vision, and all of you return back to seeing things in color, and based on what they are instead of, you know, or what they what they look like instead of what they are.
0: I have an idea. I have a sick idea. Okay. I, think that when, I think that when our vision returns to boring vision, I think that pan should be, like, cradling an object that represents what revolution is gonna be. It's just a leftover bee husk.
1: Yeah. I think that's what it is.
0: Yeah. You are holding a dead bee.
3: He's gonna grab another dead bee, just cause he's sentimental like that and wants one.
4: I'm going back to ship. Huh?
2: Yuri, no.
3: No, make them kiss. <laughs> he makes them kiss. Yes.
2: Did I hear Yuria whispering to the egg?
0: Yes.
1: You're all right here. You can hear each other.
0: I mean, we were literally in your world. It's fair to say that you knew everything about what just happened.
2: Well, it's not a world that I made. It's the world that I see. There's a difference.
0: It's the world Pop-Tart is in.
1: Um, It's a question of, like, were you giving them space to talk to Revolution, or were you with Revolution also? Because if you were-
2: Giving them space to talk to her.
1: Okay, cause, so I guess it's up to Yuria. How quiet were you? Could Poptart have heard you? Or actually, what? Poptart, what do you want to do? Would it be more interesting for you to have heard? Yeah, we
2: would have to. I the- think it would have been.
1: Okay, then yes, you heard it. Poptart okay. hears all.
2: It, it, it's true. I'm going to sort of slowly walk to Yuria take her hand, paw, did we ever decide which one she has?
1: Pa. She has paws. Pause. Paws the head thumbs.
2: And look into her eyes and say, it's going to be okay.
4: I really hope so.
2: Do you trust me? Yes. And I'm gonna point to the hive. This thing that you feared that has haunted you for I don't know how long, I, I don't know your history with Bola, I don't know what he did to you, but I know it's something you're afraid of. And I know it's something you've been afraid of for a very, very long time. But look over there, remember what you just saw. The ruins of that, that's created something that will protect and nurture this community. Something that'll create nothing but great good. That'll allow all of these people to be free from the monstrosity that was Bola, the monstrosity that is the king. These people are free. And so are you. You saw the light coming from you. Revolution is part of you. It is inside you. And you carry it with you. So that you as well can rise up against anybody who would try and control you.
4: Eir just looks at her prosthetic arm right now. It hurts a little to think about it, but she just clenches her fist. She says, Yeah, only I'm in control of myself. Nobody can threaten me.
2: I promised Flapjack I would protect you. And the best way I can think of to do that is to give you your freedom.
4: I just feel kind of bad that the the last thing I gave you was tasering you by accident.
2: (laughs) Yuria, I don't care. I can't die. As long as people believe in me, I can't die. And as long as I continue to protect people, they will believe in me.
4: Mm. I mean, it kind of probably still hurt, didn't it? I mean... I've taken a few shots myself and...
2: I mean, yeah, it hurt, but don't worry about it. I'm fine. Have you seen who my best friend is? I've taken bigger blows to the head than that by accident.
3: Hey! (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
4: That's all in character, by the way.
2: Yeah. But... Seriously. She protects you, too.
4: Yeah, no nods.
2: You won't be a prisoner as long as she's with you And I'm gonna let go of Yuri's hand And look over to Pan
3: So
4: about those war machines Oh yeah We should probably get going right now
2: Can I just You guys go ahead I want a minute with Pan For a second
4: Alright let's go Harvey
2: You got it Uh... I'm just gonna stand in front of Pan And look up at him just wait for his reaction to everything that's just transpired.
3: I'll let you handle this. I I don't want to get involved in whatever is going on in this city, because frankly, it's kind of a bunch of nonsense to me, and I stick by what I said before about just wanting to go home and making sure our family is safe. But if this is what you need to do, I won't get in your way.
2: You blame me, don't you? What? For Bola's death. You blame me. Wait. You had to make the choice between doing what I needed you to do and doing what you wanted to do.
3: It's fine, okay?
2: Be honest with me, Pam. Please.
3: I guess I'm just... Upset I don't care more. (laughs) It kind of feels like I've forgotten that we've already forgot we did that. And the fact that I could just move on from understanding and feeling that so heavily means I don't know. I don't know. But it's fine. I'm sure Yuria had good reason. And much worse things would have happened if we didn't do that whole thing.
2: Tell me what you saw when you drank the water. What did I you saw?
3: An orb, <laughs> an egg orb.
2: Do you understand what it is?
3: Um, if I understand your metaphysics correctly, it is a spiritual embodiment of resentment and desire for change.
2: Not exactly. Do you remember how Bola died?
3: Beaten by hundreds of clubs by an angry mob?
2: I wouldn't call it a mob. They just wanted to free themselves. And by killing Bola, they did. This this hive that once served to be nothing but a production line for war machines going to give birth to a god and if Bola was still here that wouldn't happen
3: yeah yeah
2: these people have somebody looking out for them now when we got here I sensed no halfling here do you know I've never been to a city where there isn't a halfling nobody was looking out for these people And then we came along, and we protected them, and we fought for them, and we have left them with somebody to continue to do that.
3: I guess we'll just have to see how it shakes out then. And maybe a halfling born out of these feelings will do some good. But I'm not sure if it will, and I don't have to
1: agree with you on that.
2: She's here for the people, and that's all I need.
1: So while that's happening, while you guys are doing this, Harbinger and Yuria are getting the ship ready to go, I'm assuming.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm agreeing, but yeah, sure. (laughs) 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 I was acknowledging it, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. So Yuria, as you get up to the control room, it's very cold up there. And you see someone you never wanted to see again standing at the.
4: Oh, oh, God!
1: She looks out at you. No! There's a flicker of surprise on her face. No! Yuria, you should be dead. That's a surprise. And Aurora steps out onto the balcony. What?
2: <laughs> Why are you here?
4: No, <laughs> what?